0: Well, well, well.
1: Here we are again.
0: Welcome back to to the Gentleman Dojo. Oh, my God. So exciting. It's so great to be back in the dojo.
1: It is. I feel good.
0: Yeah. It's weird because it's like in a dojo, a lot of manly manly things kind of happen. Kung fu, martial arts, physical fitness, discipline. Getting in touch with your inner chi. CrossFit. CrossFit. You look. All that stuff. Oh, I hit that on accident. You look like somebody that would not be in a dojo. Like you look like somebody that would be cleaning out the dojo or sweeping the dojo. Sweeping the dojo. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like doing accounting for the dojo.
1: You look like you would set up your merch stand at a dojo, hmm. trying to get rid of your merch. You're the only guy I know that goes so. to the comedy store there. and, and uh, is on a show of 15 comics and is selling your merch at the end of the night. Nah. The only guy. That.
0: <laughs> what clubs What clubs are you regular at? I Los don't United. have time. I'm at the Warner oh. Brothers lot most of the day. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny to like go and do shows with like Judd Apatow and David Spade, Martin Lawrence, and these guys have time Kurt to do Fox. comedy. Yeah, Oh, that's totally cool. Yeah. Why, why did you say <laughs> Kurt Fox?
1: <laughs> I like him. He's a buddy of mine. This is scary. When you're out of town, who goes number three at the comedy store? I'm sorry, <laughs> who goes number three? That's the three spot's actually a good spot. It is at the store. Yeah. Why is it like nine thirty or something like that?
0: That's a no, good spot. It's like ten o'clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't know because you don't. I don't. Well, you don't no. do spots. Do you do spots
1: locally in town?
0: Where? I didn't. I'm uh, not really.
1: I like to hang out at home. I have a. Flat do you s- do comedy? I have a flat screen TV. Uh, yeah, everybody does. <laughs> not on the wall fuck you <laughs> oh,
0: so i'm not successful cuz my 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 tv's not mounted on my wall correct yeah yeah uh, yeah it's cuz it's 70 inches oh. <laughs> and like, i literally was going to get it mounted and the guy was like you could mount it but it, it might it not it would hold. fall off yeah. yeah 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 now now yours mm-hmm. what it, what is the brand name cuz i guarantee it's like Gala, Gala It's like a gala. It's like the third tier thing that's on the far right at like Walmart, right? Kirkland. 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 Yeah, you got it. Like Costco. Piece of shit. Unbelievable.
1: Does your daughter know the word foreclosure? (laughs) She should, or will soon. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Gary, I'll take her in when you guys get booted. Please.
0: (laughs) She doesn't need to play with a Donkey Kong machine all day. Is that your biggest thing? Is that 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 I bought? Like you treated yourself to when I had some money. Yeah. Mm.
1: Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it was like a like a gift to me. Because like, I remember that from like high school and stuff like that. Yeah. It is by the way, I, I it is school I, like all the kids are going back to when school. When all the kids now. were
0: getting laid and you had to go yeah, to the yeah, lower because yeah. you didn't have a date, so you'd go play Donkey Kong. Line of my quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you'd just see couldn't, the princess
1: and couldn't get laid, but I was uh, able to get to level four, which was the pies. I was no, getting
0: that's nice. I was getting my own pie, if you know what I'm talking about, bitch. <laughs> I
1: don't even know what that I'm means. not even
0: gonna laugh. <laughs> and I'm just gonna stare at you blankly and let you i I like that you laughed and covered for yourself, right. I just kept it going, going with the silence yeah well,
1: you know what's crazy. School is back in session, right? I see God, everybody going go with this going just back tell to the school. story, Gary, yeah, yeah, you don't need an awful segment. I but, see uh, everybody how
0: were you a good kid in school or did you get in a lot of trouble? Well, I think every you know, I think every, most comics are a little smart ass whatever. so yeah, I wasn't it's the greatest. But I kind of wasn't I kinda, awful.
1: I kind of drew the line like I knew how to get along with like, the jocks and then the burnouts all at one time. Like I, I like how know. you
0: asked me a question to get into your story, <laughs> by the way. What were you like as a kid? I was, well, anyways, when I was, a, it's like, I hate when people do that. I hate well, when people are like, hey, do you have Comcast? Yeah, I, got, I fucking hate Comcast. It's like, oh, okay. You want to get pizza? Yeah, I'd love to get a pizza, yeah. You like sausage? I love sausage. I fucking hate sausage. I can't get that. You like Jake Gyllenhaal? I think Jake Gyllenhaal's great. Yeah, he's a great actor. Ever since Brokeback, I fucking hate that guy. It's okay, okay. Do we even know each other? Are we
1: friends? This show should be sponsored by a local chiropractor because my back hurts from carrying this fucking thing. Here we go. That's why I got to transition. You're doing nothing. Have one of your drunk friends call it again. Uh, Heading to Richmond. Another uh, fucking vodka tonic. What the fuck? Anyway, we're just going to edit this whole thing out. Uh (laughs) Silence. Silence. Fill the void, Here, Gary. Here's what I was going to tell you. What? I so, can't wait to hear this gripping so story. So I remember about how you... I had I had a really good friend in high school, really good buddy. And what happened, me and another buddy who lived mm-hmm. next door to that guy, this guy named Mike, he lived in a house. And then uh, another buddy of mine, Steve, lived in another house.
0: Wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah. Where did everybody live? Because I'm, I'm trying to visualize a map because I need to know this for the story. Okay. So it's Mike, so, Joe, right, and Steve. Mike. Steve yeah. and me Oh, okay Yeah, yeah, yeah Mike, Steve and you Correct And where's Mike Where's Mike in proximity to your house? Why are
1: you so angry today? You're very just angry today get on with the story Are you and Jess <laughs> having problems? <laughs> Would you shut the fuck up? I out. mean, obviously I've never seen <laughs> <just> so angry <laughs> Very
0: angry Tell me your awful story time, About Mike and every Every talking.
1: time Steve gets a call That an audition didn't come through Or shows got pulled Because of low ticket sales He takes it right out on me
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Time to kick the cat.
1: You got—New Year's Eve is always a slow time here at our club. (laughs) Oh, shut the (laughs) fuck up. All right. Hear that a million times. (laughs) What's your awful story? No, no. So so Steve and I decided—Steve had these clippers, right, that he knew how to cut— because so, the, the the cable line would go on the outside of the house, so he knew how to cut people's cable, so he he could cut the line, and then yeah. the cable would just snap off, <laughs> and it then just would go around, uh, just go around, ruining snapping, people's weeks. Yeah, just snapping cable lines. Jesus. So we snapped his line as they were in the middle of watching, like touched by an angel. Yeah. And then we we snapped the line, and all of a sudden <laughs> the cable goes out, right? And then his mom finds out that we did it, so he that the mom essentially banned us from hanging out with Mike. Right. But what happened was like a year later when we were still banned from hanging out with him. You, do you remember like... You it's know,
0: funny because I remember Michelle, your girlfriend, telling yeah. me that when she got to see your last call with Carson Daly appearance, she yeah. walked over and cut the cable. Of course, she said, <laughs> like, I can't do this shit.
1: <laughs> That's not fair. She would never speak. <laughs> she knows better. She's a good woman. So no, what happened was about a year later, we were still banned from hanging out with Mike. Right. So Mike was a, kind of a religious guy and he was with his family. And you know how you always hear that Oh, if you go by this church, there's a uh you could see the Queen the, the, the Queen Mary, the uh the Virgin Mary, like on the side, if you look closely and all this other stuff. Yeah. So we drew my buddy Steve and I drove by this church, right? And everybody's just hanging out there. It's silent, it's very quiet, and everybody's like into trying to figure out if they can see the Virgin Mary on this image of the side of the church. Mm-hmm. And we drove by and everybody's dead sad We drove by in Steve's car and we were yelling, I see a foot. I see a hand. Everybody just looks at us like, oh my "What God. the hell are these guys doing?" <laughs> that they're ruining our spiritual moment of possibly yeah. seeing the Virgin. Jesus, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> oh, oh, then boy. I gave him a hand job. What happened? What? That? No, I just sneezed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> You're very angry. I don't know why. I'm not angry. Well, you, but I don't know. You just no, hit- I,
0: wanted, I wanted to understand the minutia of that story. I you, wanted to know you, everything about it. it you was, get You get into these- I f- could tell there was going to be such a huge payoff. Yeah, and and, it was. And the payoff was so great that you threw in, I gave my hand job at the end of it to recover <laughs> for the fact that- From the
1: fact that the story was
0: dying? Yeah. Th- there was something that made two fifth graders in Detroit laugh. Yeah. not like a grown man who's 41.
1: Well, yeah. that is not true because we don't have two people listening in Detroit. If we did, then obviously. No, the but... story
0: is two kids in Detroit. Oh, when we were in yeah. fifth grade. Why don't yeah. you
1: share a, a great story about school? Yeah, I know that you had a story about a casting director that you cut off in traffic one time.
0: I did, yeah. I told you that story. <laughs> you want me to tell you? You're the worst fucking wingman today. Oh. <laughs> my. No, I just, I, I like watching you drown. Yeah. Uh, my younger brother, William Byrne, and the is on the the Natalie Wood of this show. Oh, how about it for my brother, oh, yeah. Will Byrne.
1: Hey, yeah. yeah, how's it
0: going? Will, how are you?
1: Surprised he was available. I'm doing great. How are you?
0: <laughs> now, no, no, no. Fuck you, Gary. Gary, you've done Will's show, right? Twice. You've done it twice? Yeah, I
1: have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, it must oh, be nice correct. to be
0: invited on a podcast by your brother. Is that correct? <laughs> how many episodes have you done?
2: Uh, uh we're, we're almost up to 60.
0: Oh, wow. 60 episodes. He asked me to do it once when Owen Benjamin bailed on him. I, okay, I,
2: no, there was there, there was another time, but then uh, we we things got mixed up.
1: Have you done it once? Never. You've he's done sixty episodes. He's, he's done never sixty done it? episodes
0: of his podcast. Well, so.
2: in, in fair, I I haven't been able to give you enough notice for you. M- oh, Mr. Prima Donna here needs like three weeks' notice. Right,
0: that's well, not true. He's never even asked. Your
1: brother has plenty of time now.
0: Yeah. Oh fuck you, Gary. Anytime. So, <laughs> time. So my brother has a has a great podcast. I've listened to it. I subscribe to it. It's called Military Moments. And it, and Will, why don't you describe what your podcast is about?
2: Uh, basically, it's it's a podcast where we have on guests that are either veterans, soldiers, or. Um, entertainers who have done USO or are veterans have served in the military. Mm-hmm. And we talk about um, going overseas, experiences you've had overseas, um, especially with the veterans. We like to talk about some of the issues they've gone through, but as well as a lot of the good times that they had. Mostly we try to keep it light, talk about the fun stuff, but we also like to try to get to the real stuff as well. So that other veterans and stuff out and soldiers out there that might be listening cannot know that whatever they're going through, other people have gone through it too. And they're,
0: they're not alone in this. Right. I th- And and I look as, as your brother, obviously I, I love you and I'm glowing about it, but I, I'm so proud of you that you do it, but I've listened to quite a few, ep- I, I've listened to almost all of them waiting for my opportunity Gary's done it twice. This is the only time Gary's done something <laughs> something in entertainment well, more I, than in, I have. In all
2: fairness, if you were as funny as Gary, you'd have been on. Oh that Jesus please. Christ! <laughs> this Fuck is true. This Fuck is a true you. statement. <laughs>
0: Blood is not thicker than water here. <laughs> um, but what I love about the podcast is that you do keep it. On the up, you keep uh, you recollect great memories, which is very, very nice to to see. But it's also cathartic, I think, to a lot of veterans that are coming back that are assimilating back into normal society and getting out of that war zone. And that's something I appreciate as somebody who's never even served to hear all those great stories. And sometimes they're they're a little more morose, but that that's part of the experience, and it makes me as a listener even more appreciative. Of what it is that our yeah, uh, veterans I, and people uh, that serve. A lot of the
2: times when um when I've gotten those kind of you know more morose stories like you say, uh you know I've had those guys come up to me afterwards and you know was that too much? Did I take? I was like no, absolutely not. Like yeah. that's exactly the type of stuff I want people to be talking about here because I mean I that's the stuff that you don't hear about in the news that you don't see on CNN that you know the real life stuff that that you you're not only just getting a little factoid or something from. The news you're you're hearing it straight from this guy's mouth.
0: Right now, now you served in Iraq. You did two tours in Iraq. You were with the army. Um, and I got the fortunate experience of hanging out with you for a day when I did a USO tour with Colin Quinn in 2004. You were stationed at Cat Victory North, and we actually got to you got to pal around with us and see three different shows. Yeah, I, I think at the same day, right? You
2: guys and go to a couple shows and stuff. It was a really good time.
0: And we went to the Water Palace, which was Saddam Hussein's home and we stayed in the, basically the house that the two sons stayed in, which was so gaudy and like, it seemed like, it seemed like a house you'd find in Jersey. You know, it was just kind of, <laughs> you know, all the gold trim was actually stickers. It was, nothing oh, right. was really real in there. It was kind of...
2: Well, in fairness, there, there used to be gold there, but it had to get taken out so it wouldn't get stolen. It's all being stored, but they put the sticker there so it looked like
0: Oh, kind of so there. everything got ripped off. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this: Well, when you were when when you first stationed in Iraq, and you're there during the height of the war, when when things were really bad, and we had such a, an enormous presence there, what was the first moment where you realized you're in the theater of war? You're not just going through the motions anymore. You, what was the first incident or occurrence where you're like, "Oh my God, I, I'm actually, I'm actually here. Uh, and this it, is this is a real." literally.
2: Uh, you know literally the first day we went outside off the base on a mid, like just patrolling around right. um, we, we were kind of stopped somewhere just kind of looking around all the trucks were stopped and these two guys came up and told us that there was a mortar down the road uh, in a field sticking out of like halfway out of the ground that had hit the ground but not exploded
0: a mortar that, uh, so that the, like, the insurgents okay, well, were shooting off or
2: uh, they, it, they didn't say where it came from or whatever. It just that there was a mortar sticking out of the ground that hadn't exploded. Oh, God. Um, so, so we tell them, okay, well, come with us and show us where it's at. Oh, we can't go with you. We can't go with you, which is right away a clue that something's up. These guys are up to something. Uh, but th- like I said, this was like our first day there. Right. Uh, so we go down to check it out, and literally, th- like, we go down, we make a left, And we don't even go a quarter of a mile, and an IED goes off at the back end of my truck and the front end of the truck behind me. Oh, my God. Luckily, it it was a small one. Uh, Nobody got hurt. There wasn't really any damage to the trucks. We kept on rolling. Uh, But that was the moment, you know, because it was literally hitting the—I heard shrapnel hitting the back of my truck. So at that moment, that's when it was like, okay, this is—
0: And it's day one.
2: Literally. Not like day one in the country, but day one of going outside the base, yes.
0: Oh, boy. I mean, and this is prior to, because we're used to hearing IEDs, this was a new phenomenon, a new tactic that the that the insurgents were this, using they, at the yeah, time. Yeah, this was kind of
2: so... new at the time with the IEDs. Um, it, it was, before that was mostly mortars and gunfire. Now it's getting, this is where it got like sneaky, you know, things were getting sneaky where it's, they're they're not in uniforms. They're dressed like everybody else around, and they're doing like setting bombs in anything they can and running away.
0: Man, that that's a it's hell crazy. of an experience. And then and then I mean, how cathartic or how helpful uh, were were seeing those U.S.O. tours when you when you were stationed there, or what did you hear from the other troops when a comedy oh, show it, would I roll mean, through?
2: I, I think it'd be unanimous that um, it's it's huge for all of us over there because yeah. um, we're so limited on the entertainment we get, and we're so limited on what we can do with our downtime. Um, and you can only watch so many DVDs. Uh, you know, you got people burning shows onto DVDs from their DVR and sending them over to you uh you're you're anticipating the mail just to get a new show so when when anybody comes over and is doing something live mm-hmm. uh that's entertaining it's just uh you know it brings you it makes you kind of feel like you're back home a little bit and it just you know you everybody just appreciates the hell out of it um you know it, it's one of those things to see it and, and when you see them doing these selfless things just for you mm-hmm. it's insane um or even just uh, I'll give an example uh we were putting one of our friends who didn't make it onto a plane along with some other people who didn't make it. And it was kind of a miniature memorial service because we weren't going to get to go to a real one. Right. And, uh, kid rock was doing a social and he had come down to see these guys off on the plane and didn't say a word, just sat there, hands crossed, head down. And I just thought that was incredible.
0: Well, you know, he is, he is incredibly supportive of the troops, kid rock. And, uh, yeah, I, I, that's something I that that, that, that almost makes me appreciate him as an artist even more. But uh, being over there, who was somebody you saw, an entertainer maybe that you saw that you didn't really anticipate to enjoy, but you, you thoroughly enjoyed? You. Fuck
2: <laughs> you, Gary. Oh, it, was this, it was this comedian
1: <laughs> Fuck, named Steve Byrne. Fuck was, was, you both. <laughs> Steve was
0: a different kind of mortar. No, in
2: fairness, uh, I, I really didn't get to go to many of them because I, I was out on missions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> With the minute so Steve started performing, time, everybody's like, when, when hey, let's go out and look for bombs. <laughs> Gary, my brother's serving, and you're making it seem like my comedy is an act of terrorism. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Define terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was the first meal you had when you came back? I mean, there's got to be something where you're just like, I can't wait to eat this. I can't wait to be back home. What is that first meal?
2: It's, it's so sad. Uh, It was Red Lobster. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's pretty bad. It was was Red Lobster. Was it everything Uh, you anticipated it would be?
0: What's that? Was it everything you anticipated it would be?
2: And then some.
0: Yeah. Red Lobster is the kind of meal that you have, and then after you finish, you call the florist and say, I'd like to order a dozen roses and have it delivered to my toilet, please. (laughs) Because I need to apologize for what's about to happen.
1: I didn't even know those places still existed. (laughs) Red
0: lobster? Yeah. Or you mean toilets? <laughs> <laughs> no, toilets still exist. That's where I see your DVDs. I, I, I did start
2: out with saying it was bad. I, I, That's I pretty that. bad.
0: Now, how is but, how but is I... how is the experience of, of doing the podcast been in terms of of doing it? It's for troops. It's for veterans. But it's really for anybody who has an interest in. Learning and hearing about people' experiences in the military. How how's it been for you? How how's the uh, the feedback?
2: Been? Um, I mean, for for one thing, it's it's been a blast. It's been so much fun. Um, the, the, everybody who's come in has just been so fun and so entertaining. And the feedback I've gotten is is great. Not just uh, you know from the people who've been on the show, from but uh, you know I've gotten emails and stuff from women who were saying you know oh my god i wish my husband was still around uh he served in in world war ii he would have loved this or he served in vietnam and he would have loved this and uh i've gotten stuff from uh older soldiers from past wars that are just like this is incredible to hear and i'm glad it's out there yeah
0: because to me uh, it's it's like you drive past you you drive past a vfw And it's almost like you wonder what the stories are about a bunch of guys and gals sitting around having some beers, recollecting about the good old days. And I think your podcast, Military Moments, gives outsiders and insiders a peek into those conversations. And I'm so proud of you, A- That uh, you're my brother, I love you. But the fact that you served, you served. You got
2: me for being your brother. That's awesome. No, no, you know (laughs) what I mean. But you, you
0: you, you served during the war of our lifetime, and you, you were so selfless because you actually signed up after 9/11. You were downtown in New York City, as we both were, and I was at Caroline's. uh, You know, I was I was doing the making the rounds at Caroline's and all the different clubs in New York City, and you were going to BMCC. And do you want to tell that story real quick?
2: Uh, yeah, I was I was going to BMCC, which is real close to the World Trade Center, and on the day that that happened, I was actually closer to the World Trade Center than I normally was at that school, because I was in a building off campus called the Bitterman Building. Mm-hmm. And I just remember I was in a speech class, and we were <laughs> reading this thing called Robert Goes to the Zoo, and they had this big African guy up there, like, the big, like, hello, how are you? The big smile. And... uh he just kept the teacher kept yelling at him, louder, louder, louder. And the kid kept trying to read louder. And then something happened, and, like, it was loud, and the floor was shaking. The whole building shook. And I, you know, every other floor had construction, so I thought it was that. Right. And they say, don't go to the windows in a situation like this, that I did. And I looked down, and I see everybody pointing and panicking in the street. So I was like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Right. So I grabbed my bag, and I left. And I got outside, and I just saw the first tower on fire. And then uh, you know all the crazy stuff that happened after that. Um, you know I don't want to get into too much detail. And then the what it was was I didn't see the second plane coming. Right. All I know is I saw the second tower just the side of it blow out. I could feel the heat on because I was like maybe seven blocks away, wow. five blocks away. Right. I felt the heat on. I turned and booked it before I realized I was safe and nothing was going to hit me. Uh, it was just the heat the fact that I felt the heat made me feel like I should be running.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, and
2: then eventually I was, just, you know, I got a, I, I told the guy I was with for my class, I was like, I'm getting the hell out of here because they're going to shut this, shut the subway down any second. And I'm not walking a hundred blocks home. Right. And I actually caught the last train before they shut that station down.
0: Cause you just want to get and home be, and be with I just, the family. I wanted and, to yeah. get the
2: hell out of there. I wanted to get home. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. And then, uh, it was so surreal, though, after when I got on the train because nobody on the train knew what was going on. So I hear right. this woman bitching about her bagel that she got this morning and how inept the guy who made the bagel was. And I'm just like, do you realize what I just saw? Right.
0: Yeah, because you saw some heavy stuff, but, but here's... She did
2: it, so I couldn't say anything.
0: But this is this is where my appreciation for you goes tenfold, you know, especially as a brother, but also just as, as someone who served is that I was in New York City at the time, and I think most men at that time think, oh maybe I should do something about this. I'm so affected by this. I, I should sign up. And I was thinking, I, I remember at the time, I think I was like, I was in my 30s or something like, it's like, is that too old? Or I don't know. But, I,
2: was, I was 25 at the time, 24, 25. Yeah, then I was, I, so like then I was 28. 28.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking, is that too old? Because there's kids half my age that are at a high school that are doing this. And I, I just had no idea. But you're mulling it over. You're thinking about it. But you actually had the gumption to literally say, you know what, that affected me and that was the impetus for you signing up and you told me that and I you know, I, I know this might be a heavier podcast than some of the others other ones we've done, but you know there's a part about doing a podcast is revealing a little bit about yourself and the fact that I respect my brother to no end and degree that that he actually is one of those men that saw that incident on 911 and said, you know what, I'm gonna do something about this right. And you went over and that gave me, the drive as a comic to do at least one USO tour per year. Once I did the first one with Colin Quinn in 2004, uh, because I just, my respect and love and admiration and appreciation for what it is you did. And so many other people took on that call of duty. And I really appreciate it. Will,
2: uh, I thank you for that. And on that note, I also want to throw my appreciation to you for all those USO shows. And I, uh, I remember one, one, uh, favorite never done one. put up in particular, <laughs> where it was, uh, you said something like, uh, you know, it was a, a blast about these people who are getting paid all this money to do it. And then you had a thing of like you and the guys is like, some of us do it just because it's the right thing to do. Right. The NFL I thought that was incredible. It came
0: out that the NFL was getting all the hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars to per site to honor the troops. And I just thought. I mean, it's such bullshit. It's a non-profit yeah. league. They're making billions of dollars. They're the biggest thing in this country. It's on ESPN nonstop, every channel, people doing fantasy. And you couldn't take a moment to kick back and just yeah. say, thanks to these. Yeah, got to get, get paid it for, for it. Yeah. It's like, go <laughs> fuck yourself, Roger Goodell, you piece of shit.
1: Well, I mean, whether it's overseas or here in the United States, Steve has never done comedy for money. I mean, so that's the fact. I mean, Fuck you know, you Gary. Like, there's never, the the, he never does it for money. So, I mean, why don't you guys get a hotel room and finish blowing each other there? <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs>
0: God. Christ. Will, uh, we love you. We thank you so much for calling. Will Steve ever I be, be on your podcast, Will?
2: <laughs> so, listen, so,
0: Will, where can everybody, it's at Military Moments on Twitter, is that correct?
2: Uh, at Mill Moments on Twitter. It's at uh, Mill Moments. WillBurn77 on Instagram or WillBurn on Facebook. Uh, there's a Military Moments Facebook, and it's the thenetworkstudios.com. is primarily where you can access the podcast.
0: Great. So it's Military Moments with Will Byrne. Will, thanks so much for taking time. Thanks for all you Thank do. you,
1: guys. Thanks for having me on twice, by the way, buddy. I, I've always had a great time. Fuck <laughs> <Thank> you,
2: Gary. <laughs> fuck Hey, Steve, you. I know it's short notice, but are you doing anything tomorrow night? All right. Fuck
1: you
0: guys. <laughs> fuck you both. Love you,
2: Will. You're the best.
0: <laughs> Bye, Will. Thank you so much, All right, buddy. Thank you guys so much.
1: See, you, bud. I do know that they did need because Will talked about this like they were so hungry for just entertainment or those you know DVDs and just any form of entertainment. But I yeah. heard when a big box set of Sullivan and Son came over, people were like, "Return to Sender." They're like, "We're not starving for that much entertainment. We'd right. rather just look at each other and head out and look for bombs." Right. Right. <laughs>
0: I, I heard last time they got really cold in Iraq because it gets cold in the desert that mm-hmm. they used um, <laughs> that they used your headshots to burn <laughs> to keep warm. I heard I had just heard that. spruce it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> During the holidays.
1: But I love you, Will. No, but I love you, Steve. I love you. My brother said, so, "What do <laughs> I know?" Now you have family well, members, You were you were in you were in the navy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gary, fuck you! you do he's that job. doing my—he's doing bits that I've that I've done on stage. Yeah.
1: What was Will's name in Sausage Party? What did you was he Chef Boyard Dick or like? Because I mean, obviously, you've uh, whiskey that close, Dick. I think <laughs> you've done that closing bit now for seventeen years. Whiskey Dick,
0: Will. <laughs> I always say, oh, that would be a good one for you.
1: Whiskey Dick? Yeah. You need me for those sausage parties. No. Nobody yeah, needs you. you. Nobody needs you on stage. Trust me.
0: It's awful. You um, definitely do need Do you want to give away something? Because you told me something that you we, – we, we we missed the 20-minute mark. I know. We're, we're, were talking about. But do you want to go ahead and well, yeah, tell folks yeah, yeah. I mean, what they can uh, win?
1: First of all, uh, last episode, I think fans were really excited and appreciative of yeah. the studio tour. They loved it. I mean, we might do that again. Sure. It uh, just requires a lot of – Pushing Logistics stuff around yeah, yeah. yeah but uh we on your part
0: in other words work
1: work which I'm not really into doing yeah like writing so uh we're gonna do something cool because I just got one of these mm-hmm. so we're gonna give this one away too because I got a, a second one for our, our audience okay uh the new brand new just came out uh the new iPhone it's the 6s wow just came out I mean it's gonna be it looks awesome I mean it looks very very cool yeah I think it's a, I'm not sure that I think it's a six 6s yeah uh we're gonna give one of these away uh, we just want to thank everybody over at the Apple Store uh, mm-hmm. here in L.A. for donating this to us. They're big fans of our show. Right, right. And we want to give one of these away to somebody. It's unlocked. So if somebody wants to bring it to T-Mobile or Verizon, whatever that is, sure. we'll do that. And I mean, these things are worth three, dollars 400 bucks. I mean, it's going to be great. Yeah. So let's do, You give me a caller number. I always pick the caller number. What do you want?
0: You wanna say? What do you want to say? Four. Caller call number four. Phrase that pays. Give uh, us the phrase that pays. We have a
1: brand new iPhone 6X courtesy of the Apple Store at The Grove here in Los Angeles. Wow, it's great, right? So nice of you, Gary. Yeah, no, 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 we like doing that kind of stuff for our fans. You and maybe are... we'll do another tour visit at some point soon. Yeah, why not? Well, what the hell's that?
0: <laughs> what is you that? Know what that is no. It's called music, Gary. Oh, okay, piece of shit. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at that mark. Wow, where this show has flown by. Look, I know this show was a little heavier, it's a little heavy in in the material, but look. That's my brother. He's got a great podcast. You should check it out. It's called Military Moments. He is a great guy. He's very entertaining. He's funny. He's nice. He took a, a nice little dig at me at the end. I didn't expect that. You oh, two yeah, 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 Teamed up on me. That's not cool. Yeah, not cool. Um,
1: I've done that show twice.
0: Yeah, and it's, it is a great... Up, it, it, look, it's a great podcast, and I think it gives you an insider's perspective of... What it is these troops go through once they come back home, and it's 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 fun to listen to. It's fun to hear those. Memories. It is
1: interesting though, because what your brother did is what so many people want to do. It's like you know they see sick kids or or like, hey, I want to start doing more for the animal shelter, and, and nobody does it. They nobody just does. Go back it, yeah. to their regular lives, forget about it, and then six months later, go back to that issue of like, hey, I should do something about it. But you know the fact that he just jumped in and said, hey, listen, I'm really gonna work towards being a solution to this was awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be. I want to contribute and do something about what happened to our country. You know, it's, a, it's that moment for our generation, and he actually bucked up and went ahead and did it. And he's, he is definitely my hero. I love him for it. So, so check him out. Follow him, all the information. Gary, where they find you?
1: And something I did know is that uh, you do stand-up. I just learned that on today's episode. I didn't know that you did oh, it over Jesus in Iraq, Christ. I guess. Oh, That's boy. interesting. Steve Byrne live. Everything is <laughs> at Steve Byrne live Twitter, we Facebook, Instagram. We do learn stuff about each other each week. Canon
0: comedy, Canon comedy, at Canon comedy, yep. and and guys, all things comedy. Follow it at all things comedy on Twitter. Uh, Such a fun network, and we got a lot of great feedback on Thirteen or Bust. Oh, being yeah. on all things comedy. So keep checking it out. Follow us. Keep writing to us. Let us know what you say. Let us know what you want, what you think about, what you'd like to hear. And I think maybe next episode, that's what we'll do. We'll talk about- Read some tweets. Read some tweets, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So hit us up with the tweets, everybody. We're going to read them next episode. And and if there's a guest
1: maybe you'd like to hear on our show, let us know, and we'll yeah. uh, book that guest.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Gentlemen's Dojo. Mm-hmm. It's like the black trophy.